Hey gang, welcome to the first episode of Bad at Parties. I'm your host, Andy Zook, and in case you didn't listen to the preview episode, this is a podcast where I'll be talking to artists of all mediums about their projects, how their brains work, and other intimate conversations that aren't great for big groups. This episode's guest is another introvert, powerhoused, and artist with a capital A, Chris Crawford, who talks with us about his slides project. Um, Chris has an upcoming display of his work in Seattle, which he talks about on the podcast. We've got a post of it up on our Facebook, so go to facebook.com backslash bad at parties and get in the know. Okay, that's a long intro, so without any more delay, here's Chris Crawford on Bad at Parties. Did you make make any sounds in there? Did you give it a It's just going to be my Snapchat. Oh, like me catching up on some Snapchat stories. Nice. That's perfect. Chris, welcome to the inaugural podcast. We're doing it. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So happy to be here. What did you get to drink? I'm so worried about my thoughts. <laughs> what I'll say. I got, uh, I've, I've got some Inner Urban from Fremont Brewing. Mm-hmm. I got a little Coke Zero. That's great. Because I get tired. I like the Inner Urban. Yeah. One of my favorite. One of my go-tos. Yeah. It's going to be good. Um, you can't slam the table because I built it, and it's really rickety, and it'll make a bunch of noise into the microphone. Okay, so mm-hmm. this sucks already. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, I'm giving you rules. I hate rules. Yeah. It doesn't suck. I'm sorry. That's all right. That was a very gentle elbow down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I thought of a name. Really? Yeah. What I was it? I was thinking of Bad at Parties. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that could be a potential name because we're going to talk about intimate things. Mm. I'm going to ask you lots of questions. Yep. I'm going to do whatever we want to. And uh, it's going to mostly be with people who are introverts, probably. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Are you an introvert? Uh, yeah. Yeah. From this... From, yes, I am an... <laughs> I, <laughs> I am a... Well, I kind of think Myers-Briggs is a bit, I don't know, wee-wah, wee-wah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I think the definition of an introvert is that you recharge by yourself. Totally. Right? Yeah. It's about your batteries. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas Myers-Briggs is going to probably say some different things about that. Well, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know actually what they say. But I was thinking, oh, I should say I'm an I-N, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But really, at the end of the day, yeah, I think I'm a... Do you know what your four letters are? I do. What are they? I am an I-N-F-J. Oh, yeah, we've talked about this because you and me and Heather are all I-N-F-Js. Right. Which is great. It's pretty cool. It's not as cool as I wanted it to be. No, I want no one to be an INFJ. Exactly. I want to be the only one. <laughs> Which makes us INFJ. Exactly. But I was reading when I first got the test results back, mm-hmm. and it was like, you are in the 1% of people. And I was like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I told you. Right. And then, and then at the further down the page you go, it's just, it's just that you're in 1% of people that want to be in like a 1% of people and the f- people that are in the 40% all want to be in the 40%. And so it's just sort of like we're all in our respected corners that we want to be in, but it doesn't mean anything better or, or worse. Totally. Do you we feel, just are. Do you feel jealous of the extrovert? Uh, yeah, a little bit for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, 
Uh, yeah, I would love to just sort of be able to like just feed off people's energy and just go all day. Definitely. I think like especially like doing arts and doing performances and things, you see people who can like get done with the stage or whatever it is and they're like, and now it's time to go talk or it's time to go hang oh. out with everybody and they look super comfortable and they look even more chill than they were on stage. Right. I'm not that. You're not that? No. What's hard about that for you? What? what yeah. What, do you have like a thought in your mind of either what you wish was happening or what you feel like is not happening? Well, I have said for a long time that when I'm writing music, I wish that I was... I'm writing music because they're conversations I wish I could have. Like, I don't know how to have conversations about certain things. Like, I don't know how to start the topic. Right. And so it's like songs that I'm writing are a good way to start that conversation. Hmm. And then I'm in my dream world that I'm prepared, like the night before the show, I'm sitting there and like, they're going to, we're going to play the song. People are going to come up and they're going to be like, I heard you talk about this. Do you think this? And then we're going to start having conversations. Oh, okay. Which I think is a big reason why I want to do this podcast. Because it's me saying, I get to just have the conversation if I want to. I can just do it. Oh, yeah. So even though like all of my body tells me and like, I don't know, maybe that's growing up like in a really Christian, really religious background. Well, you're a Christian? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Growing up in that (laughs) setting. Yeah. Uh, Just thinking like, I can't talk about certain things or I don't know how Hmm. to like certain things are off limits. You know? Did you feel that at all? Do you feel like you grew up with the ability to like, or the inability to talk about certain things? Or like stuff was off limits? Oh, well, I think that, um, I definitely think there was an aspect of like, this is off limits. And then I also think that I had maybe enough awareness to be like, this is going to be weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that I I, th- I was sort of playing the game, I think, of what I let mm. people, like, talk to me about or, like, what I, you know, talk to my parents about or something where it was right. like, mm, this isn't going to actually result in anything better. Or I don't actually think I'm going to get any clarity. I just might, like... Uh, be under more scrutiny or someone might be like more concerned or something like that it's like this conversation isn't gonna go where i want it to right i'm just gonna be bad at the party i'm just gonna be bad at the party i'm just gonna be bad at the party exactly yeah and i feel like i've definitely tried it at the party like uh, that's what i want to do when the party's happening i want to like pull someone aside and be like hey you want to go hang out outside see but this is the interesting thing about me though is that i love being the center of attention yeah so me too right so you you want to pull someone aside of the party but you don't and you're like you want to have like more one-on-one connection totally it's it's weird because it's like and i think that you and i both do that we want to be the joker we want to be the alpha in the party we want to yeah be like creating the fun we want and like driving the vibes yes but at the same time like you walk away from that and then you're like well i'm completely dead all over like oh yeah that didn't give me sometimes yeah yeah Sometimes for me, though, it feels a little, it feels great. It's like a great release. Awesome. Yeah. But other times, I think, I think when it doesn't feel great is when I'm not feeling great. Hmm. And maybe I met someone when I am like, sort of like letting off all of this, like, uh, whatever, whatever I want to call that. Like, you know, when I'm sort of like in the zone and I just feel like, um, yeah, it's just great. It's like things are clicking, like, you know, I'm fast on my feet. And then when I'm not that, I feel like that might be apparent 
Or it's it's like a it's like a very big shift. Totally, I get what you're saying, and I think I feel that too. I think it's like I feel good that whole time, and then I get really nervous coming into it or like leaving it, being like I have to do that again. Oh, interesting. Like the, I remember our friends Caitlin and Elise. <laughs> it's funny on this podcast to say their names together, but we're just gonna leave it there. Um, I remember like the first time I met them because we were having dinner at Julian Aaron's house uh, we like I was just like jokes 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 just killing it yeah and Caitlin was like you're really funny I love this and then every time I would see her like I would do it again or I would suddenly kick into that gear and eventually like it wore off because that's Hmm. not me Hmm. on a regular basis Mm -hmm. like it was just a, a rare occurrence sure so but I like definitely like the excitement and the fear of like, can I do that? Can I perform at that oh, level in like social interactions over and over again? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I feel like there's so many ways you can go on that. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like meeting people, but also, I mean, yeah, just the act of meeting people, mm-hmm. which I find to be just a, a really interesting thing to think about yeah. or to think about how I've met some of the people that I care about the most and then how I've met some people that has sort of um, been really important up front. Just, just looking at like those sort of, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a non-visual medium. I know I just, I'm waving doing. my hands <laughs> and like creating these lengths um, of friendship and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, my, my instantly my, like my, going to therapy for three years brain is mm. kind of like uh it's just going like we well, are just afraid people like won't like you if you right. aren't the thing that you were before mm. or like you're just you're just a liar <laughs> like that's just like that's like the uh what aaron calls it our buddy aaron calls it the piece of shit voice yeah which is like you're just you're just a fraud <laughs> you're just not that cool right and like, it's just yeah they they you you just mm, you ate something good and you were just on top of it right it's like a superpower, and you, you just don't months, want that in. But you feel you like you can. It. You feel like you can block that out pretty well most of the time. I, I I'm getting better. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I, uh. Yeah. I think one thing. That's my ride. It's coming to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think one thing has just been realizing. Uh, the lack of kindness that I would show myself in my thoughts. Right. And so. Which is I, crazy because you're. A super kind dude. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. Um, That's something that uh, is very nice to hear. But to think about, or really to kind of come to terms with the fact that um, maybe being kind to other people is easier than being kind to myself, which I don't think is particularly rare. Mm -hmm. That isn't, you know, like, you know. But to just sort of be like, oh, shit, I'm nicer to people than I am to myself. Mm -hmm. And then see that and see how much time you spend with yourself and then kind of think like, oh, are my thoughts me? Is that actually me? Is it different? Yeah, I've definitely seen you like chase your dreams better and like say like, I'm going to pursue what I want to do. I'm going to be less self-conscious about that because I think that what a big part of that is like, I'm better at treating other people nice than I am myself is also like, I'm really self-conscious of what people are going to say. I'm Mm. really nervous of how they're going to react to this medium or this art form or something I'm going to put out there. And so 
I've seen you be really hesitant and really tentative with your yeah. art yeah. and with your projects. Sure. And like, as you've engaged in those more and as you've been like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. Right. I've seen that. And I don't know if it's which came first on that one, but yeah. like they're definitely like moving towards this. I'm more confident with what I'm going to do. I'm more like outspoken and like direct with something that's maybe a little atypical. Yeah. And at the same time, like I'm going to love myself and yeah. be less concerned about how people feel about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think that there was a really long time, there was like a stretch of a couple of years where I did not, did not really believe I could do anything that would be important or like, um, and really my paradigm for what would be important is different than now. So it's sort of funny to say that and then realize how different basically my sort of set of criteria on what's important is mm-hmm. from back then. So... Um, but a lot of that, and and so maybe what you're referring to is like, I knew that I couldn't do it for myself. So it was because I have so many people that are around me and like super talented and you're one of those people, then it has, it was sort of like, okay, well, if you can't do it for yourself, maybe do it for other people for a while. Hmm. And so it was, it was kind of, it's kind of, it was kind of good and kind of not great because it, I've been thinking a lot about filling space or collapsing space Mm. and sort of um, how I can fill up my time or I can sort of collapse the time or like or kind of collapse like how important something could be. Mm. And as opposed to sort of leaving like big open pieces of space in my week or month or day where something can like happen in it as opposed to just fill everything up and like hang out with like four people and like sort of self-soothe you know like being alone sort of stuff so one of the things definitely was being kinder to myself and then the other thing was just this idea of balance which was sort of like everything could be good and everything could be bad yeah. And it just kind of matters what context it is. Definitely. Like just hanging out with friends mm-hmm. can be destructive to like something that I find important. But if I, you know, but if there's no balance in it, then anytime someone invites me to something, then I'm going to say yes. And that is out of fear and not out of like, just sort of excitement of like being together with people, mm. you know? Yeah. These are like five things I want to ask, like follow-up questions on. Like you just like talk so much. I was like, oh, I want to talk about that. Oh, no. oh I want to talk about that. Well, go ahead. Well, I think like okay, as you're talking about that, let's let's talk a little bit about the art form because you, you're definitely referring to like collapsing space and filling up space, and I think that that's not only in like how you're using your time and how you're using stuff, but you're also like doing that in your art. You're also mm. actively putting out, and you're. All over the place. You're <laughs> acting. Yeah. You're creating projects, like just art projects, which is like I something I love. It's like, what is this? Oh, it's an artistic presentation. Yeah. That's so incredible that it's hmm. not like a oh I'm playing music. Oh I'm doing a sh- like I'm acting. Oh, it's yeah. like oh I'm I'm just working on a thing. Yeah. I have an idea and mm-hmm. I'm going to present this idea. Mm-hmm. Like. The slides that you just did. The slides, man. Dude, I I want to I want you to tell the story about the slides. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh man, this is gonna go on forever. That's okay. Um, so I man, how I've never really like start to finish. Well, and I'm probably I don't know there's no way that I can do that, but 
I've always wanted to find treasure. Yeah. Which is not, again, mm. you know, like I've just that. always wanted to discover something. And I think that, um, I think that a lot of that comes from just watching movies growing up and having that be like a big sort yeah. of window. X marks the spot. Exactly. It's I'm like gonna... the Goonies. Mm-hmm. I didn't even watch when I was younger. I watched it when I was in high school and I was just like, where was this? Still haven't seen it. Really? It's, nope. Still never seen the Goonies. Okay. Right. Um, but, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. The I Goonies... watched the Muppets Treasure Island. Okay, great. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. I had chicken fingers to that for the first mm-hmm. time ever. My fr- yeah, I watched Muppet Treasure Island and had chicken fingers. It's the first time. Classic combo. So... And my dad also too. It's it's worth noting that my dad also, I think, has that as well, hmm. because he likes going to Goodwills and like Salvation Armies and finding like a retro toaster. Yeah. And so there's always been this like, um, this interaction that my mom will have with my dad, where it's like, "What did you just buy?" <laughs> and and that's and he's always sort of had this. Is he watching the show American Pickers? No, because oh. we, don't, we oh. don't have cable. Oh, he's, that's a bummer. He watches, like, awful movies, <laughs> like, and he knows that they're awful, and he still watches them. Um, but he, I think, he likes, and I get the project side of that, too. Yeah. He likes researching something, understanding it, like, purchasing it, and then, you know, within two weeks, quit using it, basically. And yeah, so totally. it's on to the next thing, right? Yeah. So, that being said, I had written in this... I just hold on. I have to. I think that there's such an elation in that, like, in that experience, because I totally get that. Like when yeah. you're wandering around and you find a thing and you pull up your phone and you Google it and you're trying to figure out is this valuable, right. and then you like leave the store and you come back to the store and you leave the store and you come back to the store and you buy the thing and you regret the choice, and it's like you're going through all these emotional up and downs. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We've done this. Right. We've talked about this. You've got you. Uh, Heather got you some like badass boots, yeah. right? She got me like. They're like four suit like, supply. Suit right. supply boots. It's like four hundred dollar boots. Yeah, for like, like twenty bucks. She's, twenty bucks. She's the greatest goodwiller. She really is. Yeah, but she goes often. Like she's not some. It's great because it's well, that's not the like, secret. Yeah, it's the secret. She's not somebody who's like, oh, I have to go to Goodwill. It's like this is fun. Maybe I'll get nothing. Maybe yeah, I'll get something. Yeah. Yep. That's that's what I'm. I'm about like a two week Goodwiller mm-hmm. up at the one by my work. I just kind of feel like, okay, I'll just go in. Just check in. Yeah, I just go. I hit, like, three or four spots of the stuff that I, like, care about. And then if there's nothing there, I feel no, like... Yeah, you walk past the machine. You check the coin slot. Right. There's probably nothing in it, but you got to check. But you got I got to check. there's a quarter. Exactly. And there has been. There has been. Um, okay. So, yeah. basically, I wrote down somewhere in, like, a journal that I just wanted to find something. Like, I, I wanted to find... I actually, like, wrote that down. And then... Cool. That was like two two months later. Um, I walked in. There's a really great shop in Greenwood called Seattle Recreative, and um, they do the, the way I describe it. Maybe the way they describe it, but they do like salvage art supply. Mm-hmm. So it's a bunch of stuff in there. They've got like yarns and sewing machines and like like half used paints and like textiles and screen print frames and half used like pads of paper and and so I had been going in there like um yeah like almost like once a week or whatever um to just check in and I'd gotten a bunch of pads of paper and like charcoal and just and just you know like twenty dollar pads of paper for like fifty cents. Just yeah. I mean like insane prices. Which is tight. Which is so cool. It's super cool place. It is, yeah. yeah, it's really great. And 
I go in and there's this box of 35 millimeter slides, presentation slides. And there was, I was just like, oh shit, I'm going to want to buy every single one of those. Yeah. And so I like resisted going up to them. I like walked around them. I like didn't look at them. <laughs> like you, did you like touch them, realize what they were and leave them? Or did you see them from a distance instantly know what they like were? Like five, six feet. I knew exactly. I knew I was done. Like yeah. I knew I was sucked Like in. cute girl in the store. You don't even have to like see her. You just smelled the perfume and right. you're like, uh, I can't like even look at her because I'm going to give her my number. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. we were better at parties. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you were better at parties, that's exactly. It would just sort of be like your your fate was confirmed. Like mm-hmm. I was gonna go. But a lot of it was kind of. It it almost felt like a mess. It was it like I was like, oh no, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. Yeah. Kind of like oh, I'm gonna get messy with this. Yeah. So I end up. Kind of get gucky. I'm gonna get gucky yeah. with these slides, and I did. <laughs> and I took like fifty of them, and they had a light box that you'd use for tracing. Mm-hmm. And I knelt down on the floor and just looked at them for about 20 minutes. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Hmm. And so I took that 50 and I just said, okay, I'll just buy these. And then they were, I think, 10 cents a piece. So I spent five bucks. Nice. Does that, does that math work out right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't, how many did you say you got? 50. For five cents? 10. Maybe they're 10 cents each. Yeah. Cool. What, what, I gave, I, yeah, I that's paid cool. five bucks for 50. Yeah. Um, and then I left cause they were closing and I walked across the street to Neptune, which mm-hmm. is so sad. Oh. I know. I miss Neptune a lot, dude. Rest I know. in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, Neptune. Rest Please come pieces. back. Please come back. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Real, real life there. Cool. Um, and I sat down and I was writing and I, <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, I made the biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> I didn't buy all of them. And so I was just writing like, man, these are just so cool. And I can't believe I just like, I felt like I didn't jump off the cliff. Like there yeah. was a, there was, it was there. I didn't go for it. Next day at work, I'm at work. I just am obsessing about these. Yeah. It's a cycle. It's just, it's burning. Oh up. my God. It is just all I can think about all day. I leave work early. Mm-hmm. It's your father's curse. It's my father's <laughs> curse. I go directly there to work. Uh, from work to there. I walk in and they're still there and I actually put my hands on my knees and bend over because I was so worried. I just felt like I'm not going to get them. And so then I go through a process of I just go they the the women that worked there remembered me from the night before because you know this this is a like, super tiny place they have like two employees right and this paid. this guy was there for like 40 minutes like losing his mind over these these slides. So they remember me. That guy's you, right? That's me. Okay, just yeah. making sure that there wasn't another person in the story. There was definitely, no. definitely nobody else is losing their mind. That guy's Chris. I walk in. I say, I need all the slides. And <laughs> and I was prepared to pay $200 for them. Awesome. Because I had actually done the math. Right. <laughs> to do like 10 cents a piece works if you get, you know, 10 of them or whatever. But if I'm going to buy all of them, there's a lot there. Yeah. And so uh, the woman says, oh, well, this guy came in and wanted half of them. And we said, you know, like nine bucks for half of them. And he what? said, yeah. And he said, oh, that's too much. And I interrupted her and I just like it like it came out of me. I was like, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so she started laughing. And she's like, so I guess like we'll just do the whole thing for 18. And I just was losing my shit because I was 
I was almost like, how I will pay probably anything for these. Uh, yeah, we just don't let them listen to this. Do they know that? Do they know that yeah. you were like? Oh, I oh, totally by the way, told them. I would have paid you three figures for yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They know that. Yeah, I told I told them that all the time. They're sitting uh, there thinking, man, we really could have rebuilt our store that got partially blown up. Yeah, see, that's the thing about them though is they're they they want people to have this stuff more than sort of making the money off it, which yeah. is so which is so great. So I just say, how about I pay you twenty five? There was just something in my mind that I just needed to pay more than than yeah. that amount. Like, nice. I was like, oh, so then I I got them all, and I was just the happiest happiest thing in the world. That's so tight. And, like, three weeks later, that guy came in who had declined $9 for half of them. And they were like, oh, it's the guy. And this is the guy that bought them. Yeah, he called you an idiot. Yeah, exactly. That was, <laughs> it was the first Did time. really? No. Okay. But that was going on in my mind. I was like, oh, this is the first time that I've, like, met someone that yeah, I you didn't know that I face. called him an idiot yeah. before. Yeah. You looked him in his face and said. He, he wasn't very happy. You're pretty me. dumb. Yeah. He was, like, a little pissed, I think. I think he actually wanted them. Well, he missed out. He missed out. So that's that's like a really that's actually how I acquired them, and then I had them for about two months, and then I finally got a projector, and then I started going through them, and then this whole sort of story unfolded where I realized that they're all from one family. Yeah, um, they're, which is amazing. Yeah, because there's a I I actually don't have an official count. What, I was what saying container were they in? Were they in like a they were just in like a Rubbermaid kind yeah. of bin, just and, and thrown together. Yeah, and then they were, and then when I got them, they were just in like big gallon Ziplocs, like two gallon Ziplocs. Jeez, they were just sort of like that. So I think I was saying six hundred, but I think it's more than that. I think mm-hmm. it's probably close to a thousand. Yeah. So there's a thousand of these slides. They're all from one family, and then I start realizing that on the back there's like a processing date, like a development date. Yeah. And so. Through sorting them, I realized that it's over like 30, 40 years. And then when I start looking at them, I realized that they went all over the world. They went to like Hawaii. They were in Seattle. And I think that they lived here. They were up like on the islands, like yeah. San Juans. They go to Paris. They go to London. They go to France. Like France, obviously. Yeah. Um, they just go everywhere. And so, and... The other thing is that they're good photographs. Yeah, they're really beautiful. They're actually good. Like, what they, is okay? So it's kind of like that um, documentary that you've talked about before. That I don't know what it's called. It's oh man, I, it's like finding Harriet Meyer, maybe something like that. It's about that photographer who. There's a guy who this story happened. Yeah. To somebody else, and they were like. Wow, this is an amazing photographer who never got recognized. Right. And we're going to find him now. Yeah, and I was going through like a mini version of that. Yeah. Um, And so I just spent about six months just kind of like taking them in, I guess, and looking at them. And then um, and then for the Greenwood Art Walk, uh, I was... I'm always in Recreative probably once a week, and one of the board members was there, and they found out because I'm the guy with the slides now. Mm-hmm. And they like were like, oh, you got them here. That's so cool. You should show them for the art walk. So I just did that. Yeah. Which was cool. And I was there. And you were there. We were, you even let me click through a couple slides. Yeah, I, I did. I was nervous. It was like being like, hey, you want to drive the Porsche? <laughs> no, God, please don't give me those keys. Uh, I'm left-handed. I don't know. How. Well, but you, but it was it was a perfect setup, though, because you were there with your friend. Yeah, that was cool. And yeah, and I was, I was actually packing up, so it worked out. Yeah, that was great. So it's cool. Super long story. About I mean, it was slides. great. It was really good. So you did that, and that's like your presentation. That's filling that space. That's like taking up what was that? 
so that was like a three month process, four month process then? The yeah, end? it's still going on. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Is it going to go somewhere else? Like, yeah. Really? I do, yo, yeah, I'm doing nice. more with it for sure. I nice. don't really know what is next with it, but I, I, it's not done. Like I didn't like when it was over when the when the and you were there. We went out to the bar afterwards. I sort of like didn't feel any kind of release of it. It just was sort hmm. of like okay, now what's next? That's so great because yeah. that's so great to just have that moment to be like, yep, I showed it and it's got more. It's got, yeah. there's still a lot of fuel left in the tank. Yeah, it's totally. going to keep going. And you just knew. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the, like the setup for, it was so great and mm-hmm. I learned a lot, but it wasn't what, it, you know, it wasn't like one of those like, oh, this is exactly what I wanted mm-hmm. setup wise. And then it happens and you go, oh, but like that thing I would change and this thing I would change. I sort of knew that it wasn't the end result of something and so it was like great to like get feedback and yeah. see how people reacted to them what okay i've got a couple of questions yeah. that i thought of that are really important to me. yeah um what's the best feedback that you got at that show or what's the best like thing that someone said or someone did that you were like yes this clicked Ooh, ooh. i feel like other people would be better at answering at that because mm-hmm. i was um the i you know Oh, hmm. What was the best thing? I mean, there were people that sat in the room that were strange. There were just people coming off the art walk. Yeah. Um, And I had, like, you and a bunch of other friends come, like, support me. I was, like, there for four hours. And we never, we always had someone in the room, which, like, you know. But strangers. Like but to, there strangers, to have somebody yeah. who just wanders in and sticks around. Yeah. I feel like that's such, like, we all get that joy. Like, anytime you're performing and you're like, you're not my friend and you're listening right. or you're seeing this. Right. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really believe in the slides themselves. And so I always have, it's been a process of figuring out, like, to me, in my brain, the slides are gorgeous and and they are like everything that they need to be and so it's up to me to figure out how do I present them in a way that's like impactful or like people can access it so it's sort of like I my job is not to like I can't do anything to make the slides any better but I wanted to do that um one funny thing that happened that was sort of someone walked in and go is the artist present yeah and that was <laughs> that like guy. that was so funny because uh i feel he like he was so sincere god yeah, love him yeah god love him god yeah. love him but i think that that was maybe the first time anyone had like addressed me in that way as the artist as the artist you know mm-hmm. and i you know was like yeah, i'm here you know but um you know it was it was it was a great time it was really cool there was a bunch of oohs and ahs and um yeah. Yeah, people um, were really reacting to it. It was a cool thing. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that you're going to keep going with it and you're going to take it to a next stage. Yeah, well, I'm doing... Um, yeah, what's coming up? Well, yeah, I, d- I did tracings of them. That's like the other thing yeah, that I did. Yeah, you did. You trace them. Yeah, and so in August, I'm going to be hanging up art um, at the Monkey Grind in oh, Greenwood. Awesome. When did you say? In August. August. I think for two months. I get, oh, wow. I get to hang out there for two months. Um, and so I think I'll be doing stuff for that and then maybe some other, some other things, some other things that I'll make or whatever, some other projects, as you said, dude, but yeah, I'm really excited. excited. I I think you mentioned that to me, but I totally forgot that. And Mm. that's really exciting to me. I feel like to get into a coffee shop is really hard 
if you've got any visual medium that you're trying to put up, like, mm-hmm. it's really competitive. It is? In this sense. <laughs> 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 Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I know, um, I, I know the owner. I know Kendra. She's great. Yeah. And so... Uh, I'm totally. I totally feel like I'm cutting line. If that is a thing, yeah, it is. Yeah. How did you get, do it? Did you just go up and talk to her about it? And she asked you, or did you ask her? Or? You know, she, so she came to the show, which was cool. Really oh, okay. cool. Nice. So she saw it, and then um, I just asked her how long she was booked out. Mm. Um, and then she was like, oh, "I've got someone for a month, and then someone for two months, and then you're next." So I kind of didn't even really. I asked in a way, but I didn't. I didn't like be like, "Can I hang out here?" Yeah, she kind of just was like, "Oh, and then that'll and be then you. you." Yeah, yeah. That's such a tight feeling. It was. That was pretty cool, dude. That's pretty tight. Yeah. Well, good on her. I've Thanks. never gone to the Monkey Grind. I'll have to go check it out. Should do it. It's in Greenwood. Sip some coffee. Super fun. It's dog friendly. Oh, is it really? Yeah, she has two dogs. Joan of Bark, you're coming. Joan of Bark, you totally can be there. Yeah, she is passed out. That's good. Yeah. Um, so that's coming up. That's going to be a visual art display. Uh, yeah. My big question then is, mm. with either with the slides or with this upcoming visual medium that you've got where it's going to be the charcoal sketches, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you talked about pe- wanting to pe- have people connect with the slides and helping people through that. What's the, like question that you want people to be asking when they are viewing the slides, viewing the charcoal? Mm. Like, what's the question that you wish someone would ask? Yeah, that is where I'm currently, I don't know if I, I mean, maybe I get to, maybe I get to say that. Yeah. But it was a, showing them to people was a process of kind of realizing that, I mean, and this is, everyone's going to have a different question. Everyone's going to be interested in something different about it. Um, And the the thing for me about the slides that I've sort of been... I mean, I you know I've gone I've asked so many different questions because I've been with them for six months. Mm-hmm. So, um, maybe maybe it's just the, the maybe the only thing really that I would hope someone asks is just like, what am I feeling right now? Mm. Maybe that's it because I think there's like the natural questions like, who are these people? Are you ever going to find out who they are? Are you going to give them back? I love <laughs> um, that because yeah. you've got this thing where it's not like I created this. And I'm presenting it. It's more like I curated this. Yeah. And I'm presenting it. Well, it's a bit of a mind fuck. Yeah. To do it. I, I mean, I was going through some shit kind of trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like, is this, am I allowed to present this? Is this mine? Yeah, we talked about that a little bit before. Yeah. But, um. Well, yeah, it's like, I didn't take the photos. Yeah. Do you feel like that? You still feel like, kind of like, is this right? Or do you feel like you've come to terms with that? Well, um. Uh, I'm not sure I've come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. I, there's a couple of, I mean, when you say, is it right? There's a couple of things that come to mind. Like, excuse me. There's something about, sh- these are someone's family. Yeah. Like photos. And so that's intimate. And while I don't think any of the images sort of, um, expose them in a way that is kind of like, uh, I don't know, just almost like pornographic. I don't know. Maybe, no, no, maybe that's like the there's right this word. weird voyeuristic feeling about right. that. Yeah, yeah, and you you do get some of that, but it's not in like I think a sensitive moment. So the the thing that you're experiencing is that these pictures, the thing that I think about is these photos were not necessarily taken for mass consumption. They were like a family's 
documents. Hmm. And so you're, you're going through them and you are getting to see things, and that is present in my mind. Yeah, I don't know though. Like, there's that um, recently. There, like, maybe it was two years ago now. When I say yeah. recently, that there was that like extra Elliot Smith song that got released mm. because it was like found on a tape, and it's like a, a like a fragment of a song idea. Mm. Like, well, he was in the recording studio and he was just like testing mics, and yeah. someone recently found it and put it out, and like that was never intended for mass consumption, mm-hmm. and. But it's someone who you're used to receiving that stuff as mass consumption. So let's say like somebody who's a big musician right now, like uh, some of their music that like they were never going to put out. It's like Chris. <laughs> let's talk about Chris Martin. Why is that the first? One? Chris Martin's voice memos is basically <laughs> Wait, like Chris Martin is he Coldplay? Coldplay, great. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna be a funny thing about this podcast where I'm terrible at people's names. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah. So like, if you got if like somebody released. Well, that's even weird. Like, if if he was dead. Okay? Like, <laughs> if Chris Martin was dead. And or it's like Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. Isn't he and there's like, a better, like, yeah, stuff, if some of his stuff got released. Um, and yeah, I guess it does get messy, because then it's like the family is wanting to give consent or not give consent, or they're wanting to keep it. It's like, it's yeah. confusing. It's definitely a gray zone. I get what you're saying. I think... I, I wanted to make it simple. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, to me, some of it is not... Like, morally, I don't think it's wrong to show these, because I, I think cool. that they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that if you... you Like, there, you are interacting with some kind of feeling where... For me, because I'm the one presenting them, not this person, mm-hmm. you do get some of that. Well, who, what's the ownership of this? You know, like what's the, or at least I feel that. Like, what's the ownership, and why do I have the right? Or you know, like you go through that a little bit. Yeah. And you know, if yeah, I mean, like that. That's also just one of those things you just got. I'll just figure that out if that actually comes. Up yeah, I'll just deal with that one. My brother it. did ask me today. Like, what would you do? Like, like legally, is this like okay or things like that? And I was like, I think so. Yeah, I don't think that like there's something that you could claim. Man, I think like that is so badass to just like have that level of like, is the art I'm doing technically legal? <laughs> like, that's some next level shit if you're doing that. <laughs> I don't. I don't, that's I don't actually point. know. Yeah, I don't actually. I know. might go to prison. Right. I mean, you won't be yeah. in prison. You might lose money. Someone might request money from you by force. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the worst case scenario. Yeah. Is that someone on the art walk, someone from that family walks in and goes, right? Because they're that's yeah. my pappy. Like, and like pop pop. That's that's pop pop. He was a mad drunk. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, that yeah. could be a thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, someone like taking them away is yeah. like my deep dark fear. Mm. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that's great. I love that. So I love that it's so unknown and so kind of wibbly wobbly. Yeah, and I think some of that, some of that is I definitely could, I definitely could put out what I think about it or what's been important to me, but I don't think that that is the end all be all actually of of why they're important. I think that they're it might be big enough where each person is going to experience stuff. Like at the at the show, like I haven't gone outside the country. And right. so a lot of people I kind of made this hypothesis that if people were guessing about the location of it, they'd been outside the country. Hmm. 
so like there was a bunch of people like oh yeah it's totally the Swiss mountains like oh yeah I went to the Swiss Alps and all this type of stuff you know so there was like this level of connection that people had yeah it's this exposure for you too which is like super vulnerable to to have like so many I don't know moments yeah like which is so uncomfortable in a in a presentation format or in like day to day conversation because it's just like not allowed to say oh I don't know well, I think I, I think that's what I did. Yeah, it was like I um, love it. It's one of my new favorite qualities in people, and like a thing I'm trying to do more often is just be like, oh, if I don't know something, I'm gonna super not know it. I'm gonna <laughs> really not know it. I'm gonna be like, I have no idea. I'm gonna not. I've never seen the Goonies. Right. Of course, I'm gonna say that as quick as I can because <laughs> I don't want to be like, oh yeah. Like I'm just gonna be like, no. Part of my identity is the not knowing. Right. Yeah. Well, I think some of it was sticking to what was important to me. Yeah. And initially, and still now, it feels less important to know the exact date when I view it or know the exact location, but just get to enjoy the fact that this moment was preserved and that like I'm watching it. So mm-hmm. I have like this multi sort of like reality that I'm, I'm I don't know what I'm saying. Is that a real thing? I got but super distracted because a cat I got a cat on me. But I'm I'm experiencing all these other aspects of it that I'm not I don't think everyone like thought that way right a lot of people wanted some kind of context and they hadn't spent six months with it and they wanted to know who these people are and so yeah that's great I'm loving that mm-hmm. nice do you so here was a, a funny thing I made me when I was at your show it made me think a lot about um, my grandpa because my grandpa grandpa Zook is now passed away but like mm. we would watch slides mm. that he had in the like Zook family room, living room mm-hmm. um, place. And I don't know, it just made me like super nostalgic for him. And I thought that that was a great emotion that it allowed for mm. me to have. And yeah, I don't know. The, do you feel like it, it reawakened any anything in your life that are, like caught any like part of like, wow, this is how it relates to my story or my background? Yeah, I mean... The, when I, yeah, the, I don't have any particular, um, like, oh, this is the time in my life where mm-hmm. we looked at slides. I, I'd never used a slide machine or anything sure, like that yeah. before, but I always have been really interested in my past, even if it was like yesterday. So growing up, I would watch home videotapes of like my birthday last year hmm. or, you know, so I, I have mystery always, of one's past self. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've all, in. Yeah. And so I would I would review all that type of stuff. So in that sense, me being interested in someone else's past or, you know, someone else's experience, mm-hmm. um, it I think really taps into that feeling. Definitely. At a professor that always said research is me search. And it was <laughs> like I mean, mostly making fun of people who are really into like like researching like violent crimes and things like that it's like oh, <laughs> yeah. those people are mm. you're going down a path yeah, yeah, doing that. but like totally it's like that like I'm gonna dig into this not because I had this but because it kind of like reminds me of reminding me of myself yeah and the other thing too is that I still have no like I don't have the definitive or even really I feel like the couple of reasons why this is important to me. Mm-hmm. And so that has been like that. sort of an interesting 
thing to carry because I'm kind of afraid of getting to the end of it and it being like a Wizard of Oz moment. And it's like, mm. the reason you love these slides is because like you don't have a good relationship with your dad. Yeah. Like, and then you're like, oh, shit. Oh, that's cliche. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, cool attachment theory yeah. you know, stuff or something. But at the same time, that would be a great awakening moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's blah, just, blah, blah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. But that is one of the fears of like, Oh, what what will I ever reach the end of this if I do? Yeah. Will I like that stuff? I think any good art form does have that. Yeah. I'm not I'm gonna say like you're definitely going to at one point put these slides down. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna reach a foot finish. Or I never will, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me, Andy. Get away from my slides. Yeah, I think that's Andy. called an obsession. And uh, I I'll, love you anyways. I'll turn into Golem. Know. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Gollum. I thought it was Golem. No, you didn't. <laughs> I think that's if you're Jewish, then you get to call it a Golem. golem. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. I think we did it. Yeah. It feels right. You don't want to talk about me any longer? I can talk about you forever. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't want to talk about me anymore. What are you into right now? What else is going on besides art? You seen anybody? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the most Pete Holmes you've been on. Yeah, right? that was it. Yeah. That was the one. Uh, yeah. I gotta stop listening to him if I'm gonna do a podcast. <laughs> You'd just be like, hey, what's uh? I was listening to one with Andy Samberg, and he was just sort of like, so what's your wife's religion? Like, what does she believe? Yeah. And, he, and Andy's like, uh, I think there's just some things that I can't talk about. Yeah, he's like, that's your story to share. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I've got a bunch of projects going on. Mm-hmm. What else do you have going on? What else is upcoming? Mm, I'm going to be an uncle in... That's not a project. September. <laughs> it is kind of a project. It is, yeah. Uncle project. That's cool. Uh, I mean, I, have I, you ever been an uncle before? Never been an uncle cool. before. It's definitely a new stage of life. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I'm super stoked for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Project-wise, I've got some woodworking stuff. Um, that I'm, that I'm kind of working on and I, th- I'm in the, I'm in the, I think when I, when I decide to do a project, I definitely shoot pretty low or at least I think I am. I think I'm doing something that's very like doable mm-hmm. and that's why I'm doing it because I'm like, yes, I can accomplish that. I'm s- like smart enough and I'll do that. And then of course, within like 15 minutes of doing the project, you realize that it's you know, way complicated. Way more complicated. <laughs> like everything's complicated. Every, right? every single piece is really hard. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's where I'm at with the. I'll just work with wood. <laughs> right. It's like woods everywhere. Yeah, I'll just like precisely drill holes as a font. That'll work out fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm still in like the the <laughs> the like licking my wounds on kind of like being like it's okay that you didn't know everything that you needed to know. Yeah. But, yeah, I still got that going. And then I've got some screen printing stuff I'm learning how to do. Nice. Little plug, if you ever want to do screen printing or need just anyone, Vera Project is the place to do it. Dude, that is so true. They are the best. They're really great. Rainy used to do stuff on that. Yeah. Rainy Bond. I would love to get her on this podcast. You should. Rainy Bond, this is your invitation. Rainy, come on. Come on in. Mm -hmm. No longer her last name, though, right? Did she keep it? I don't, I, you I know, know, I legitimately don't know. I'd have to get on Facebook right now, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure that that's like a dead giveaway. I don't think people necessarily, you know, people like just keep their last name sometimes. Yeah. Especially if you're, you know, she's an artist, right? She's an artist. So that's like a, that's like You've a got thing. It. Yeah. 
I, I'd say, like, if I can think of a place where people keep their last names most of the time, it's in, like, it's if you have, like, if you're an artist, if you're an author, or if you're a musician, and you're like, no, I want to be no, I'm, this is how I'm recognized. Yeah, if your name is your brand. Yeah, totally. Then that's a little, then it changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, what a great, what a great sentence I there. Told, I told you we should have ended it, like, five minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, well, you can just, you can just edit it. No, in. I'm not going to do that on this. I'm going to put that on my business card cool. that is, I don't have. Is there anything, like, we can link your stuff to? I don't know. No, actually. There's, I mean, there's really not. There's, yeah, I've you've gotta, kept it unelectronic. I love that. I don't. <laughs> I, on my to-do list is like, get on the internet. Okay, it's, great. Fuck what I said then. <laughs> get on the internet. It'll be better. It's um, a stupid thing that you're not there. Yeah, it's so bad. Well, it's also, so another thing that's been interesting is like, I don't really know how much that I want the slides to be like online. Yeah. So that's been like an interesting thing of like. Oh, I could like put it on there and do that type of Sorry stuff. Sorry for Graham in one of the photos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Savage. We're going to talk about that. Okay. Um, no, but uh, so it's like been a weird thing of exposure. But I think on the website, my, Chris Mike Crawford is, you know, if you want to follow me on Snapchat. Nice. I sing Justin Bieber in the car a lot, dude. Um, and then that's that's my Instagram. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think that I love that so much that I realize like you're not like one specific art form it's not like oh here is where you can listen to my music or here is where you can see what i made it's like uh i'm kind of the artist oh man which i'm gonna give to you i'm gonna throw that out that you're kind kind of the thing it's not the projects that you're making it Mm. seems like it's how you're viewing stuff and how you're approaching things and just like interacting with a lot of different mediums Mm. and that's kind of the beauty of where you're going at Mm. so yeah i'd watch that snapchat (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I do, but I would definitely promote that because it's like it's not about the one project. It's kind of like, hey, this is my life and this is how I'm viewing stuff. Last year, I watched an interview with Donald Glover, who's mm-hmm. Childish Gambino. Yeah, and he was talking about when he started being Childish Gambino. Yeah, coming off of Community, um, Community, mm-hmm. and people were t- like telling him or saying or like the commentary was like. You're a successful actor and writer because he wrote for 30 Rock. Why do you want to be a a rapper? And it was sort of this, like, you got a good thing. Don't, like, don't fuck it up by, like, being good at one thing. We want to take our heroes. We want to pigeonhole them. We want them to be just this one thing. We want mom to be mom. We want dad to be dad. We want Donald Glover to be the black guy on community. Yeah, or we also just like people being good at things. Yeah. And so it would kind of wreck a paradigm if someone was, like, really good at acting but yeah. just like they, they just they were just bad at something else and they just kept doing it totally right and it's like stop ruining it i like it and he was sort of like why would i want that like rappers don't even want to be rappers or like rappers don't even just want to be rappers like he was sort of saying you know like jay-z like has his own mm-hmm. vodka or whatever and, yeah you know, it's just sort of like there's like all this stuff and so uh i was just like shit yeah because i always just wanted to be an actor I was like, I will give anything over so that that can be the thing. And then I and then I was just like, oh, that sort of it doesn't feel great yeah. anymore. I like that you just compared yourself to Jay-Z. No. Or exclusively African-American people. No. People who are both from Africa <laughs> and from America. They're not. They're not. They're not. I mean, maybe, but yeah, I'm Jay-Z. It's basically what the what this is all about. Dude, I've been waiting for you to pull off the mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Beyonce. There he goes. 
Uh, why'd you cheat on her? That's bad. Um, cause I'm Jay Z. Uh, I just I can't keep a good thing. <laughs> but boy, she really getting me back. <laughs> that lemonade, woof, woof. You know what? I still haven't watched that. I neither have I. Yeah. All right. No. <laughs> I feel like there we're was a referencing like Facebook level knowledge. Right yeah. Now. Or just or just some of my friends who have watched it like four times. Do you do you have that when someone really is into uh, something you're less likely to do it? Like if they're like, oh, oh my god, you have to check this out. It's so great. Blah blah blah. Hundred percent. Like there, like I'm like not the person who's gonna be sold something. Like if I go into the store and I'm looking around and someone's like, can I help you? I am out the door. I do not want to <laughs> buy any of these garbage things that you're trying to put in my hands. Like, I want to find things organically. And then also, back to the beginning, INFJ. Just like super, like, mm. want to be the one person who found this. Don't want to wear any clothes with brands. Like, what people would call a hipster. But I'm just going to say, well, I probably would be this way at any point in history. So Right. Yeah. I just delay watching it now. Mm. I just I just wait until it's I don't feel that way anymore. Mm. But sometimes you know then like movies are ruined. Yeah. You Do know? you feel like you just don't want to get sweat? Like you don't want to be a part of the conversation? Do you feel like it's like aggressive, or is it kind of more just like a? Uh, I, I think that at the end, of, like the end of the road hopefully is that I don't feel that way if someone's super excited about something. Right. That that doesn't affect what like what I or how I feel about going into it. Totally. And I think that the waiting is kind of like overcorrecting your golf swing, like aiming really far left if you hit it mm. naturally right. Thanks for going with sports analogies. Yeah, I know. You love them. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's or you know what you know would be good? It's like if your uh if your car's out of alignment mm-hmm. and you're adjusting, you know, and you yeah. realize that you're holding it pretty far to the right. Yes. But you're just going straight. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. That's my it's my like way of just kind of kind of just correcting it without actually diving into why I don't like it when someone's super excited about something. Totally. I get that. And I, I think that I get that, like, again, sports. Like, that's why uh, for, like, my most of my life I've been like, no, I'm not into sports. A, because nobody in my family was ever into sports. So yeah. it's just not, like, familiar to me. Right. But also, like, I think that there's this, like, what if, like, I experience it and I'm not with everybody else? Like, what if after I watch it and everyone's like, it's the best? And I'm like, well, now I don't like it. <laughs> like and I have to be that I have to either own that or pretend yeah and so I think that that's why I also avoided sports because I'm like well what if I just kind of hate it yeah like totally what if I watch the game and I'm like no I don't like this mm-hmm. then I have to own that instead I'm just like I don't know anything silly me yeah 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 I was going through that with my buddy uh, Simon who is like watched like every third episode of Game of Thrones so he has this really interesting like perspective where he sort of knows everyone, but he has like huge gaps in time. Yeah. So he like doesn't know why certain characters are now with other characters, and he he's just sort of like a bit like lukewarm about it. Mm. And I and I told him, I love vegan people. I don't care. About, I was like, you make me feel like I'm a vegan when I talk to you about this because he's he's sort of like mm, I don't really get like why this character matters, and I just want to like. Just go. Well, they matter because of this and yeah. this and like the six years of watching yeah, it and, and caring. Like, but but Chris, but Chris, right? I just want to talk to you about right. Exactly. Stuff. Right. He's just sort of like mm, I just don't really don't really care for it. 
Right. Which is something I'm definitely trying to do is just be like, recognize when people are not that into something I'm into or when people are really into something that I'm not into and just kind of letting it, like letting it even out a little bit, being like, all right, maybe the water's totally still or maybe it's washing all over, but like I can let it kind of meet in the middle a little bit. I don't have to fight that tide quite so hard. Right. Yeah. 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 So I'm trying to grow. Trying to be trying to grow up. Trying to trying to be cool at the party. Yeah, trying to be cool at the party. Um, of my emotions. Yeah. So I guess cheers at the end of the podcast. Cheers. Cheers, man. Thanks for coming out. Thank you for having me. Love you. Love you too. All right. Night Good night. night. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep tight. Sleep tight.